What's going on? What's crack-a-lacking? It's movie talk time. That's right. Let's get ready. At a very odd time of the day. Get ready for the hate. Get ready for the hate. Let's get ready for the dislikes. Let's do it. <laughs> What's going on? All you movie-loving badasses out there. It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy, hanging out with Lady Fat Blood. Gonna talk movies today. That's right. We got two big ones today. We're going to be talking Kate and Malignant. What's going on? John Martinez says, let's start the ruckus. Can't wait for the review. Oh, shit. Let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let's go ahead and get it started here. We're going to... Oh, hey! Kevin Lambert in the house. What's going on? Getting ready to start the ruckus. What is crack-a-lagging? That's right. I know this is an odd time. If we do streaming like this around this time, I know it's odd. There's a reason. It's we got to get her in the more videos. <laughs> there are only yeah. certain times of the day I'm right. available. And right. there are only certain times of the day I am not debilitated with migraines. There you go. There you go. And like Kate. <laughs> yeah. When we were watching Kate, poor thing, I was the whole time I was just thinking of her and her migraines. Like, you know, yeah. getting the... Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I have these shots that are similar to what she uses to keep her going. And I'm like, I relate. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the second... Uh, which one call it? Uh, Winstead. Winstead. Uh, connection. The first one was Birds of Prey with her. But yeah, back let's when go I ahead. Had and, hair, but back, yeah. yeah, back when she had hair. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk movies, man. All right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna start with. We had a very interesting double feature this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two very different films. Yeah. Completely unlike each other. Mm -hmm. Two one, different genres. One of which I knew a little bit of what to expect. Okay. Because of the nature of the movie, I don't remember if I saw a trailer of it. Okay. Uh, for Kate. Right, right, right. Um, but just from word of mouth, mm -hmm. and probably maybe some brief hints here and there, I might have seen promos of it. Right. I knew it was action based. Right. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead is a badass. Yada yada yada. Yeah. The John Wick stunt crew is involved. Right. right. And then I heard from word of mouth because Gunpowder Milkshake apparently, which I never bothered watching, right. I heard from a lot of people was a disappointment. <laughs> but this one kind of made up for that disappointment. Yeah. And then we had Malignant, which right. I knew nothing about. Mm -hmm. I was absolutely blind going in. Right. One of them I was pleasantly surprised with. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> <laughs> what you're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about oh shit we got the finkster in the house what's going on oh shit the voice uh, gunpowder milkshake is his favorite movie of the year really yeah really the yes. voice it's his favorite film really <laughs> what's going on fink just messing with you man norrin rad what's cracking brandon what's going on all right so let's go ahead and get get to talking about movies let's talk kate right now Hold on one second. Let me go ahead and set it up. Set the scene here. Ooh, ah. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Kate. All right. Directed by Cedric Nicholas Troyan. That's right. Starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That's right. Ramona Flowers <laughs> from Scott Pilgrim vs. The Wild. Right. Woody Harrelson and many more. And, of course, our boy from Ichi. Both of these guys are in Ichi the Killer. June uh, Kunimura, who's been in everything. And... Uh, Tadanobu Asano. That's right. Uh, he is a badass. We love that guy. 
Uh, so plot synopsis. A female assassin has 24 hours to get vengeance on her murderer before she dies. So that's the, that's the plot synopsis for Kate. If you saw the preview, if you saw the trailer, you, you've seen the movie. Like, this plot, you will... You don't you have will... to have seen the movie to have seen the movie. <laughs> you've seen the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Uh, Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, it's know, fine. No, 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 it's fine. You know, they're... You know, a lot yeah. of movies are derivative of other films. It's fine. It's which, perfectly fine. But it boils down to the presentation. Right. And the characters. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. This, you just, go, yeah. this just happens to have been a fun ride. Yeah. And, you know, she's trying to go out and get revenge for getting fucked over. And immediately, and don't forget to spoiler talk for both of these movies. Uh, as as soon as, you know, you know, we get introduced to Woody Harrelson, who looks like he's having fun in the movie. Mm. He's definitely having fun being eval. Uh, I enjoyed his performance, but I mean, I instantly knew he was the bad, <laughs> he was the bad guy. The twist would have been if he hadn't been. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, if he actually cared for her and looked out for her, right? Right. Uh, but and yeah, we betrayed her. In yeah, the end. we 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 called it early, and you guys will call it early too, uh, obviously. But uh, you know, it's a fast-paced flick. It's definitely a fun ride, but man. I was not expecting uh, the action sequences to be so very well done uh, in this movie, man. Like, really, really, really well done action sequences. And you could tell Mary trained. I mean, for her, these these fight scenes for her <laughs> is actually pretty pretty good. Pretty good for her. And I was, I was, it scratched the itch. Well, at least the, the main big martial arts fight. Uh, when she goes in there to pump the Yakuza for information because she's trying to find the final boss that kept basically screwed her over, right? Uh, that fight... Now, see, this is how you could tell Samurai likes a good fight scene, all right? If Samurai is quiet, <laughs> okay, watching a fight sequence, and all of a sudden Samurai goes, What the fuck? What? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! If you hear me say that, that means I'm interested and I'm like, holy shit, I was not expecting that to be that kind of badass, right? That's that's how I react sometimes. <laughs> and when she fought the Yakuza, man, knife shank up through the throat. People were getting stabbed, like just fucking dudes up. It was brutal. There was all these great camera angles. You get these above shots coming down. Uh, the editing was great. You could see the fucking fight. You could see the fight, Hallelujah. unlike some other movie that won't be named. Uh, but yeah, that was my favorite part of the film. And all the action shooty, shooty, pew, pew stuff was fun, too. Uh, but uh, that was my favorite part of the movie. Something was off with the kitchen fight. I don't know what it is. The kitchen fight, she comes across this mini boss that she's trying to pump for information, and she has the little girl with her. Something was off with that fight. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was still entertaining. The, the highlights of that fight in the kitchen was it was really brutal, really brutal stabs and hits and all that stuff. But something fell off with that fight. I don't know why, uh, compared to the earlier fight where she's fighting multiple Yakuza. But she basically, you know, an earlier mission, she, you know, many, many years ago, she takes out this one Yakuza boss. It was only a few months. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was, a few it months. Was, it was almost well, a year. Yeah, almost a year. Sorry. Many, many years ago. And, uh, Way back in the long ago. Yeah. Now, now she's dealing with the girl, the daughter. She of, basically uh, she she had a target, right? And the target was this girl's father. She wanted to call it off 
but she was instructed no because that was that was the only window that they had to kill the target but she didn't want to because she didn't want to do it in front of the in front of the daughter but she basically was like okay well shit i have to right so she was guilt she felt guilty for for having right. to do that right and she comes across the daughter again like 10 months or so later and uh they end up meeting up of mm-hmm. course she doesn't tell her that hey i killed your dad right the daughter's under the impression that a member of her family her immediate family was responsible for the hit on her father yeah and of course later on she finds out and then you get a little bit of tension there but that goes away pretty soon yeah uh, but that's but yeah just that. there's definitely some great action sequences in here especially some gunplay but when this character showed up the first time this character showed up and we get the first interaction. I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, movie? Movie? I was on board? Yeah. God damn it. Don't make, don't fuck it up, movie. Like, don't fuck it up. Because let's be honest, this, 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 this character is annoying as fuck. But then as the movie strings along and goes along, you're kind of like, okay, she's annoying as fuck on purpose. Mm. And luckily for us, by the end of the movie... We were we were fine with the character. It we got were a little, fine. It got a little easier to cope. It, yeah, it got e- a little bit easier to cope, and uh, I actually did like their bond <laughs> that they ended up. Uh, not, it didn't happen at first. Mm-hmm. They fucking hated each other, but definitely by the end of the movie, there was a a, a bond between them. And uh, you know, I, I I actually I love movies where you know the character's gonna die, but the character's like fuck it for the first time in my whole life. I'm going to do something that matters. I'm going to do something good. And I, I like movies like that, you know. Because she didn't have to, you know. But it was, you know, I really enjoy that. But this I was not expecting. I was not expecting this. Hold on a second. So the last person she was technically supposed to kill, she doesn't kill because it's been revealed. He reveals to her that, I got fucked over. You got fucked over. We both got screwed over. Do what you need to do. Kill me. Let me die with dignity. But you, you can kill me if you want, whatever. And she changes her mind because she realizes it was pointless because her boy, Woody, uh, basically, you know, his character was the one who kind of fucked her over. And he's the one that took her in, trained her, kind of raised her and all that stuff. So you have their connection as well. But she didn't end up killing uh, the last uh, Yakuza boss. Well, well, there's 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 a there's a Cusa boss and there's like a little mini little mini boss played by our boy, uh, Raiden, <laughs> Tananobu Asano, and uh, this one this I was like okay everything else we guessed right we knew Woody was going to be the villain, we seen a movie we seen movies like this before right it's nothing new but it doesn't mean nothing new doesn't necessarily mean bad right so we but still we're entertained that's the key. We were entertained, all right? You can sell us the same fluff. I'm not not segueing to the next movie or anything. (laughs) But we were entertained, okay? So, but this was the surprise of the movie for me. I did not expect a badass motherfucking team up with with Kate saying, fuck it, I'm going to try to save the little girl. And she teamed up with the remaining Yakuza against the rebellious Yakuza. And I was like, yo, I like that shit, man. One of the positives for this movie is that Kate gets her fucking ass kicked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. 
more of the heroes we, being getting fucked up I, at some point. I can't tell you. These are pluses. I can't tell you how tired I am of living in a world where female empowerment and female badassness means that a woman can just walk around the streets in her chosen profession in films and TV without a goddamn scratch on her. Right. And just not not working for anything. She's just naturally great at everything. She's the best at everything. And she doesn't get hurt. Right. She doesn't, you know... Completely invincible. No battle damage. No struggle, nothing. No, she's yeah. just excellent at everything she does. And yeah. she, no broken bones, no yeah. gunshot wounds, yeah. no bruises, no anything. Right. You know, she gets her ass whooped. Oh, she gets fucked she up. She gets shot. Yeah. She gets fucked up. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay... Thrown through, Thank you. thrown through walls. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice to see. And there's several times where she actually does fail, and she was easily going to get killed, mm. un, un, until somebody stepped in. Really, mm. yeah. so it's nice. It's nice to see that. But yeah, definitely overall very entertaining. Uh, definitely had some action sequences that scratched the fucking action itch. Highly recommend, Kate. Uh, have a good time. That's right. What was that? What was that? Boom Boom Lemon or whatever she's drinking. I don't know what drink that was. I want some Boom Boom Lemon, whatever it's called. I want some. I want something to drink. Yeah. Soundtrack's gonna get stuck in your head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, just entertaining, very entertaining, and uh, it's about goddamn time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we get a billion movies like this. Do you guys remember a while back we reviewed me and Eric the Asian movie enthusiast? We reviewed. Uh, I believe it was Ava. <laughs> and that fucking sucked. So just keep that in mind. Proud Mary fucking sucked. Okay? Yeah. So you can check those reviews on the channel if you guys are curious. But, uh, yeah, Kate's a good time. We highly recommend it. Make sure you guys check out Kate. All right. Let's see here. All right. Uh, let me go ahead and let's segue to... Everyone's favorite movie of the year. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before we get... You, okay. You want to you want to set it up before we get into the plot synopsis here? Because I got to play the, the thingamajiggy here. Well, what are you playing? All right. What are you playing? All right. So let's go and get... <laughs> the real reason everyone showed up here today yeah. uh, was to, for us to hear our thoughts on Malignant. You don't All right. know, man. All right. I'm telling you. Now, here's the thing. Turn here's the thing. Turn back now. <laughs> Turn it off. Oh, my Switch God. Off. <laughs> just, just end it here. End it now. End yeah, it now. Okay. Yeah. Well, on a high note. Just <laughs> bounce. Just leave now. I'm telling you, oh leave now. Oh, my God. Oh, we got Sonic. Uh-oh. We got Sonic the Hedgehog. Hey, stop. Sorry. Copyright. <laughs> Sorry. Sega. Right. All right, hold on. Before we get into it. <clears throat> Classic samurai guy war- warning. Um. All right. Okay. Mm. Remember, mm. at the end of the day, <laughs> the only thing that matters, okay. our opinions don't matter. They don't matter. Our opinions don't matter. They don't. At the end of the day, the only thing that matters is that you guys watch Malignant. You guys love Malignant. You guys enjoyed Malignant. It's your favorite horror movie of the year. 
It's the greatest horror movie of all time. Mm. You love it. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Okay? That's all that matters mm. is that you guys mm. loved Malignant. Mm. Right? If the horror movie out there or a movie gives you joy, hey, we're all for it. All right? If there's a movie out there that gives you entertainment and you, and you really loved it, hey, we are happy for you. Okay? Yeah. That's what it's all about, yeah. right? We're not going to agree on everything all of the time. And if we did, life would be pretty boring, wouldn't it, right? So, with that said, <laughs> shout out to Louis Lecca from Nerd Report. That's my brother from another mother. Love his channel. Make sure you go over to his channel and subscribe. He's got great content. Louis Lecca loved the movie. He loved the movie. So, those of you that love this movie, make sure you go over there. And subscribe to Nerd Report. All right. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it. Gorekeeper, what's going on? All right. Again, our opinions don't matter. <laughs> and if you love the movie, that's all that matters. I'm going to say that. That's it. I'm not saying it anymore. So, as long as you love the movie, yeah. that's all that matters. Now, so, if you want to hang out yeah. and hear a different side of the story, or at least a different opinion on it, mm. by all means, hang out with us. I okay. fucking hated this movie. <laughs> wow, she just she I just fucking <laughs> hated this movie. Jesus fucking Christ! I fucking hated. She just hated. She didn't even hold back. Hated. <laughs> hated. 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 Okay. This movie. <laughs> Hate it. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hate it. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, we going DJ? We going DJ with okay, hold on, hold on. Shout out to John Martinez. Thanks again for supporting the channel, my friend. And he goes, rat, no rat, rat. Yeah. This is with she, no did not, she did not know this movie existed. I didn't know anything about this movie. He right, comes to me right. and he goes, hey, you got one day off this week. Do you want to waste it by watching the, <laughs> the latest James Wan horror film? I'm like, sure, I got one day off. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'll <laughs> waste it watching a horror movie. <laughs> I've done worse things <laughs> with my one day off. <laughs> sure. Okay. Why the fuck not? <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Let's break it down here. All right. All right, directed by James Wan. All right, starring a bad actor. Hold on, hold on. Another bad actress. Can I? A couple of bad actors. I need actors. to do my spiel here. Can I do my spiel? Starring Absolutely. Annabelle Wallace, or Wayless, playing the blonde from Candyman Three. We have Maddie Hayson playing Diet Florence Pugh. We have George Young playing Handsome Detective. We have Nicole Brianna White playing Diet Wanda Sykes. And I think that's it. All right, plot synopsis. Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders, and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are, in fact, terrifying realities. Okay, here we go. So, it's 10 minutes into this film, not even 10 minutes into this film, they have the little intro at the, in 1993. It's right. A, it's, a, it's a flashback, and you're in this, this, uh, this you know, foreboding-looking uh, mental facility on the beach, and it's overlooking this cliff, 
and it looks all scary and ominous looking. You get inside and it's this this doctor talking into the camera, setting the shit, you know, setting all this shit up. And she's like, you hear this little, this boy talking through the electronics and all that. And he's screaming and she's like, you've been a bad boy. And all of a sudden she goes, we have to cut the cancer out. Careful. And cut the camera out. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And then Malignant, the title card comes up, and uh-huh. I turn to you, and I go, is this a horror movie or a comedy? <laughs> the acting. <Right>. Wow. <laughs> okay. Phenomenal. <Sorry>. And guess <laughs> what? The acting uh-huh. stays on that level throughout <laughs> the rest of the film. It's borderline <laughs> passable. <laughs> From some people. Yeah. And then it's hokey for the rest of the yeah. movie. Right. Right. I, I was stunned. <laughs> and what kills me is that there are three acts to this film as you do. Yeah. And it's like Th- three different movies. It's three different genres. Played out yeah. into each other. <laughs> it's like James Wan didn't know what kind of movie he wanted to make. So he made three different films and three different acts. Yeah. And only the third act was worth a goddamn. And you had to wait an hour and a half out of an hour and... 50 minute stretch to get there. The last act of the film is the only thing worth watching. And I was so goddamn irritated that my brain was telling me I should love this. But my eyes and the rest of my brain that was so infuriated with the last hour and a half I had watched said, No, fuck you, movie. You don't get that from me. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was supposed to be taking this film seriously. I am sorry. Some people... No, no, no. We're saving that to the end. Uh, all right. Sorry. We're saving have, it to the end. I will have something to say about that. That's fine. To the end. Well, I have it all set up to respond to that. Because uh, the defenses to this movie... Here's Okay, here's the thing. We are the only two people that had issues with this movie. The entire... Everyone... Humanity... Loves this movie, okay? Everyone loves this movie, all right? Horror film of the year, great. If you love the movie, great. If you give me the reasons why you love the movie, sure, I'll I, probably disagree. I need to have somebody but explain it to me, can, I guess. Can, let, me, let me get this out here. Yeah. The defenses for this movie, if you love the movie, you th- thought it was great, I, I'll probably disagree with you, but I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad you thought it was great. But there's other defenses for this movie that we highly disagree with, and I'll get to that towards the end of our review. I'm like, no, 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 no. That is not a good defense for this movie, and we'll get to that, all right? All right, so let's talk a little bit about it. So we have douchebag hum- douchebag husband uh, slaps his wife upside the head. Uh, she hits the wall, and all of a sudden, oogity-boogity-bagool uh, arrives, kills his ass, and uh, the first beginning of the movie is we have a, it's a paranormal movie. We have the paranormal genre, which is not paranormal, but it's paranormal slasher action. That's it's what this paranormal is. paranormal than uh, investigative, like detective right, mystery. Right, and right, then right, action. right. Action slasher. Right. Right. So the whole beginning, especially with one of the main, re- one, one of the main issues we had with this movie was the score. The score was so. Okay, the okay, so the bad acting aside, I'm trying to be <laughs> rational now. Let me calm down for a second. Okay. One of the one of the second things that I noticed was the egregious and obnoxious soundtrack and sound design. Yeah. It was loud. Yes. It was so obnoxious. Yeah. It was intrusive. 
Now, I've there have been horror films out there that have loud noises and loud musical stings that right. actually work. I would right. I would I would name the first Nightmare on Elm Street that actually works in its favor. Mm-hmm. But they use them appropriately. Right. That film uses its loud noises and its loud music cues appropriately and then it pulls back when it needs to. This film does not do that. No. And there's also the third thing I noticed in this film is the lack of atmosphere. Yeah. There was no atmosphere. No whatsoever. atmosphere there whatsoever. Was to set up any creep factor. There was no tension building. There was no suspense. Why? Because you had BONG! The whole opening type of music, the whole opening, when the guy gets his arm broke, when they're trying to cut, to cut the fucking cancer out, I'm sitting over here laughing. I don't think I'm supposed to be laughing. Okay? <laughs> Which we'll get back to the comedy. We'll get back to that defense yeah. later in the movie. Okay? I'm laughing at shit because everything is so big. The acting is so over the top. Everything is blah. The music's blah. And I'm like, dude, dude, m- movie, calm down. All right? Atmosphere, tension building. You trying to scare us or make us laugh? What are you trying to do, movie? Okay? Now here, here we go. Right after the whole beginning, again, she turned to me. She was like, is this a comedy or a horror movie? All right. So again, all right. So... <laughs> Again, a good example of the music. After the whole, her husband gets killed, she's paranoid, she thinks somebody's going to break back in her house again, right? Well, that that one scene where she's preparing uh, the house and shutting the windows and locking the doors and she's grabbing the tool case and getting tools and all this stuff, that scene is filmed and the, like, very fast-paced, and the music for that scene is Bong! and I and I'm look I'm I'm looking at her I'm like is this the finale? Is this the finale? Are we setting up for the final throwdown movie? We don't even know the fuck our lead actress is. <laughs> we still don't know exactly what's happening. Calm the fuck down, movie composer. Calm down. You know what I mean? I mean you have movies. You go back to the '60s. There's a lot of bad B-movies there. There's some good movies, but there's some bad B-movies there where the music's just trying to make up for nothing happening. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, dude, movie, slow your roll. Let's build some tension. Let's get to know our lead a little bit. Let's find out what's going on. But the score was so obnoxious at points that it, for me, kind of was turning the movie into a comedy, especially this sequence right here. So you get the big reveal... The, well, the first reveal that the killer is in the house, right? So we have the scene where they're getting, she's coming back for the detectives, and, and the, the, you know, the, 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 the murdered victim of the day falls down. Right after that sequence, the camera zooms in slowly on her, and the music's like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? If you can't convince me, if you cannot convince me with your scream that you are scared, Movie, you have failed, and actress, you have failed, okay? If you cannot convince me on a scream queen level (laughs) in terms of acting, okay? And I'm laughing at this shit, man. I'm laughing at this shit. I'm like, movie, movie. And every scream is just as bad as the last with her. Yeah, I don't believe for a second that she's scared or or, frightened for her life. 
and you get this cheesy corny zoom-ins on her with this big over this bombastic music movie slow the fuck down okay slow down <laughs> seriously seriously man so that the, the the score you know was just just dude let something at some point build atmosphere no fuck it we're going to the next thing right so you get these people that basically have experimented on Gabriel and her and blah, 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 blah. And they're the ones getting picked off slasher movie style, right? And again, <clears throat> I called it. Are we calling the twist? Well, this is a spoiler review. No, okay. So they're, well, they're getting picked off because okay. he basically got too crazy and out of control. And so they removed Gabriel from the bad screamer lady who can't act for shit yeah but they took a piece of him that they couldn't remove from her shoved it into her brain which bravo right and his consciousness remained inside of her but it was it remained dormant right and so when abusive husband slammed her head against the wall it awoken him right it reawoken him right and oh, jesus christ Yes. She's the stupidity. And so he slowly started to take over her body. Right. And he would like, he emerges from a hole in the back of her skull that Uh he produces where his little head comes out and his little face pops out of the back of her head and he contorts her body and he like runs backwards and shit. And that's, that's the big reveal. Right. Is that she's actually doing all the killings under his control. Right. Under Gabriel's control. Right. Which at that point... Ooh, what a twist! Well, well, yeah. Well, I guess some people were well, really surprised by that. Well, here's here's the thing: when when once she said before any of this, what was it, maybe a, an hour, forty five minutes before any of this was revealed, once she said, "I'm an orphan," I said, "Well, you're the killer." <laughs> I de- uh, she's my witness. I don't get shit like that. Like I'm not that bright. <laughs> she's the one always get, guessing the twists for movies. As soon as she said I was an orphan, I was like, well, you're the killer. So it wasn't really a surprise to me. Now, the big reveal of it, okay, which we'll get to, uh, like you said, that, that everyone is saying it's the most original thing ever. Well, have you guys heard of a movie called Basket Case? <laughs> this movie is Basket Case mixed with The Dark Half. All right, this, I mean, shit, do you want me throwing brain damage while we're at it? This this concept is not original. Okay. Does not make it a bad movie, though. And what are we I'm, saying? I'm saying, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. It does, well, to us, it's not a good movie, but what I mean is original, just like we said with Kate, no, it doesn't we, have to be original to be good, yeah, right? Yeah, what did we just say? Right. It's in the execution. Right, it's in the execution, right? It doesn't have to, you yeah. can be derivative. Right. It's in the execution. Right. Now, we personally... Were not entertained by this delivery. Right. The, this package did not. It no. didn't appease us. No, because we didn't give a shit about anybody. There was no. There was no scares, man. There was nothing. We were expecting a horror film. Right. With something to it, and instead we got a shit ton of confusion. We right. got we got a package full an annoying of soundtrack loud noises <laughs> loud music <laughs> shitty acting tonal inconsistencies we literally could not tell if this film was trying to be a horror film 
or a comedy, but it's not self-aware enough to be a comedy. There's the there there it is right there. Hold on a second. Ah, ah, I'm scared. Sorry, I had to do that one more time. So, and I think that's the problem. So, so again, here's where no. If you love the movie, yo, good for you, awesome, okay. I love. However, I love the Babadook, and a lot of people hate that movie. There's nothing wrong with it. To each his own, right? We're not gonna all love the same movie. Yeah. However, this defense for this movie. I, I have to agree with this defense, okay? So we've come across hundreds of comments of people defending this movie and what they're like, if they, if they give me a proper defense, right? Like, you know what? I really love it. I thought it was a throwback to the 80s. I, that's how I saw it. Yeah. I, I disagree with that, but that's how I saw it. I'm like, okay, cool. Good for you, agree right? Agree to disagree. Fine. No. Yeah. That's fine, though. That's, yeah. that's kind of better than this. And this was a constant, constant comment. Everybody was saying the same goddamn thing. And this we have to disagree with. And this is what people are saying to defend this movie. They are saying, you guys are not supposed to take this seriously. You're supposed to turn your brain off because obviously James Wan made a horror comedy. Obviously James Wan made a horror comedy that's self-aware. I highly disagree with that that is not a good offense you know why here's a good example of a movie that's a horror comedy a movie that is self-aware shocker motherfuckers shocker is a movie that is self-aware okay this is a good example of that this movie is not a horror comedy i think people are laughing at the ridiculous bonkers nature of it and they're laughing at that, and I think they're, they're I think they think that's where the comedic aspect is coming in. All right, but I highly disagree with that. That is not a good defense. You can shit. You can go back to Basket Case being self-aware horror comedy. Mm. I would go back to Blood for Dracula. <laughs> well, <laughs> Blood for Dracula. <laughs> oh God. The All blood right. of these whores is killing me. The blood me. of these whores are killing me. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so in a way. Uh, but yeah, that is not a good defense. Uh, that that is that is that is not a good defense, uh, in my in my opinion. You got to come up with something a little better than that. But I highly re- disagree with that. But people that don't, uh, apparently, I thought we were the only ones. But there's a few people that have issues with the film. But that's all the defenses I'm seeing for this, is that you guys are supposed to turn your brain off. Well, those are, that's the defense that we can't agree to disagree on. Yeah. Because they're, the, that defense, it, to me, is coming across as a little pretentious to me. Yeah. Like, that's the only defense that I'm just like, eh, I don't know yeah. about that. Like, anybody else that legitimately loves this film, right? again, great. You know, yeah, it's great. We know a lot of people that are just, like, totally... Yeah. Totally cool on this. So it's yeah. Like, yeah, you know, if you like it, then. Oh, we we have Basket Case on Blu-ray. We bought that like twice. Basket Case is fucking. And we have hilarious. Brain Damage on Blu-ray, yeah. and we have Shocker on Blu-ray. And, and check out our review of Shocker if you missed it. But that's not a good defense. And it's like this: turning your brain off no, Jason, requires. You're not, you're not an idiot. 
No, no, no. You're, you're good, Jason. For liking it. No, it's no, no. It's just it, we just didn't see what you saw in it, and right. we were irritated by it. That's all. That's all that it boils down to, and we're going to bitch about it because we felt like it. Right. That's right. all it boils down to. That's it. But turning your, we've turned our brain off to movies, a lot of movies. But at some point, there still has to be entertainment. And if you guys were entertained by the movie, that's great. But we weren't. I was fucking bored and annoyed, man. Yeah. You know, like let's let's get something going here now. I will talk about some positives now. Oh, we got Eric here. He says malignant is classified as an action c- crime horror. Watch comedy get added after the fact. Oh, it will be. It will be. So. Uh, okay, so now I'm going to talk about some positives. All right. I enjoy, even though it's not an original concept, again, basket case, right? But I enjoy the visual aesthetic of Gabriel, okay? I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed his whole backwards attacking and running. That was that was fun. I actually liked that, okay? Um, but when we got to... Let me get to the picture here. When we got to the, when the big reveal happened, right? That he's basically sharing the brain and all that. And we got the sequence of her basically, you know, Gabriel coming forth while she's, while she was hanging out in, in, in prison and Gabriel completely fucks up. You get some really good gore effects and gore moments. You got the wonderful, awesome Zoe Bell, who we're huge fans of. She's in there being awesome as usual. And that whole sequence of Gabriel fucking everybody up in that cell was cool. I like that. And then, of course, once we get out into the precinct and Gabriel is free, Gabriel fucked up all these cops. And the way that action sequence was filmed was really entertaining. I I will give the movie that. It's really entertaining. The problem, though, was I was already checked out with the movie before any of this cool shit happened. So when the cool shit finally fucking happened after an hour and a half, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, that was cool. I like that. Yeah. But I, w- it wasn't enough to make me love the movie. It, it just wasn't to, enough. It wasn't enough to forgive the hour and a half of bullshit and the hour and a half of tonal dissonance ah, that we had to get through. And I'm going to tell, tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. The concept was solid. This was a solid premise and a solid concept. And this could have made for a very creepy, if you wanted to go kind of twisted, dark comedy. Yeah. You know who could have done this concept? Absolute golden justice. Takashi Miike. Takashi Miike. He would have crushed. Would have nailed this. This concept. Yeah. Like, absolutely. He would have gotten rid of the whole abusive husband the three miscarriages the oh i didn't i always wanted a blood connection but oh my adopted sister i you've been you've been right in front of me this whole time he would have gotten rid of all that bullshit he would have cut to the chase and he would have made this work and he could i'm telling you in the right hands which you would have thought james wan could have been the right hands because he's done horror before i'm not saying I love his horror films. I'm right. fine with his horror films. Right, right, right. I'm fine with them. I'm not like in love with them, but right. <clears throat> this is a... he could have gotten this, but I don't know what happened. I just don't know what happened here. James Wan 
this was a very well-made movie. You have very interesting camera angles and camera shots. Again, that fighting sequence in the police precinct was filmed very well. There was that this is a very well-made movie. Above-the-head tracking shot when she's wandering yeah, the house. That, that was, was good. fine. Yeah. But like I said, this is not... This is not this is not a not it's well not an amateur hour at right. the asylum or anything like that. Right, right. I would I would also give it to Timo, Timo from the Night Comes for Us director. Mm. Imagine him doing this mm. concept and taking it. I think he would. I think he would have nailed it. Uh, but yeah, just not scarier, not scary enough to or to creepy enough. or creepy enough. At least give us a little bit of this. All right? You don't have to be scary enough to give us nightmares. But at least have some kind of atmosphere. That's right. I'm, Eric, I hope you're still watching. Atmosphere is very important. That's his thing. And there was none. It was loud music, obnoxious, bad acting. Was not sold at all that this lady was being tortured mentally or, or physically. <laughs> and I was bored, man. And I'm laughing at shit that's not supposed to be funny. Especially when you get to the big scene where... You know, Gabriel's getting ready to kill Diet Diet Florence Pugh. And she goes, out of nowhere, she goes, Don't you know what he did? Don't you know what Gabriel did? Gabriel ate your babies. Gabriel ate your fetuses to give him energy and come alive. I'm sorry, but I laughed at that shit. I know that was supposed to be a big moment where she takes over Gabriel. And locks them in an old prison cell and then, you know, sets up the sequel. I'll be ready when you come out, you son of a bitch. Right? But I was laughing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The action sequences, the action sequence in the police precinct was 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 a lot of fun. It was great. That part of the movie, I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. The movie. That scratched the itch. That, but it wasn't enough. You know, and sometimes when shit, when you're, when you're completely disconnected with a movie, you don't really give a shit what's happening and you're not scared, you're not entertained and you're not laughing at what's supposed to be funny. When you, sometimes when you get a cool, badass kind of finale like that, sometimes that pisses me off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck you movie. Oh, really movie? You fuck you. It's like shadow in the fucking cloud, shadow in the vagina. Really? You're going to finally give us what we want at the end of the fucking movie and torture us the whole way? Sometimes that can happen to the samurai guy. I'll be like, fuck this shit, dude. You're going to show me something badass and cool now after the fucking horribleness earlier? Really now? Really? He ate your babies. He killed all your babies and then had snacks. The fuck out of here, dude. Seriously, man. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Look, look, look. Mm. Who knows? You know they're going to sequel this movie because it's doing very well. Who knows? If if the sequel goes even more bonkers, fuck it at this point, right? Fuck it. If the sequel becomes a true action horror flick from beginning to end and gives me some impressive action sequences... I probably might be more entertained, at least with that aesthetic of the film. Kind of like Maniac Cop. We're Maniac Cop fans. Well, at least the first two. Maniac Cop was a slasher. Maniac Cop 2 was a slasher fucking badass action movie that we were not expecting. Uh, But we have to be entertained. Don't give us finally entertainment at the end, man. You know? And so, here. I've always said this. 
and I'll keep saying it. <laughs> Fat Samurai Guy is a better actor. <laughs> I, I, I've always said this. Independent horror movies is really the heart of horror. Uh, it, it really is uh, what keeps the horror genre alive. It may not be seen with the mainstream audience. Grandma may not know these movies or these characters. But for the hardcore fans like us, the independent horror films is what keeps the horror genre alive. And I'll give you an example right here. Haunt. We really enjoyed Haunt. Haunt was a blast. Censor. One of the best slow burn horror flicks of this year. I really enjoyed Censor. Right? This was badass. Uh, shout out to Michael Past here from Raven Banner. The Banner of Badassity, but for the sake of motherfucking vicious. There was more tension in this small movie that was in one house, in one location. I was more on the edge of my seat in this movie in terms of suspense building than fucking malignant. And again, indie horror is where it's at. They are the lifeblood of of the genre and of the community. It's extremely rare that you will get a very well-made, pretty awesome horror flick released in theaters all over the world and mainstream audiences can go and enjoy them, right? Uh, like Candyman, we actually thought Candyman was entertaining. We we were in, we were, it was solid. So it's very rare. This does not happen all the time. Because let's be honest, we'll get more bye bye mans <laughs> than Candyman's, right? So I just want to make sure you guys understand. Always support indie horror because they're the lifeblood. Now going back to Lewis Lecca, uh, what he said here. Uh, despite our, my issues with this movie, I'm going to agree with what Lewis Lecca from Nerd Report said. He said, and this is not verbatim, but he said that this generation may have its new horror icon. Despite the issues I have with this movie, I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to agree with that because... You have visually, not original, but visually you have something different. A type of slasher villain that can do martial arts and everything and, <laughs> and can do everything backwards. Visually, that's, that's interesting, right? Plus, he has, or Gabriel has, a killer weapon that mainstream audiences will recognize and they will not forget. Kind of similar to Michael Myers in the kitchen knife, right? I, I, I would agree, despite my issues with this movie, I would agree Gabriel easily could become a new horror icon for this generation. Another reason I, why I agree with that is because, and I'm talking about mainstream, it's like, yeah, we're fans of Hatchet, we love Victor Crowley, right? But I'm talking about mainstream. I'm talking about grandma will recognize this, like this guy. Everybody knows who this is. Everybody knows at least what the costume is from. Okay? I'm talking about mainstream audience appeal. Grandma will recognize this. This movie is getting so much buzz and talk and a lot of positive feedback that I would not be surprised if he becomes 
this generation's new horror icon. Because let's be honest, they, we don't have any right now. We don't. Hollywood will constantly milk the teat from all the horror icons of the 80s. It's still happening right now. This year alone, what did we have? Candyman? <laughs> and we have a brand new Halloween coming out. They will constantly milk the teat of the 80s. Because that's where all the horror icons are at, at least mainstream ones. You know, and so, you know, if you look at it like that, I could see Gabriel being something different. A lot of buzz for this film, a lot of positive feedback. A lot of critics like it. A lot of, you know, there's a lot of fans for this film so far. When you get enough buzz, whether the movie's good or bad, if you get enough buzz and everyone and their grandma's talking about it, most likely we're going to get some more sequels. And most likely you're going to see costumes at, for, at, 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 at the Halloween shops, Funko Pops. Everything's going to start now, right? If no one talked about, no one, I love censor, but nobody's fucking talking about censor. There's no censor pops, okay? All right? Uh, I love that movie, but I, I agree with Lekka with that. This, this, this does, that Gabriel definitely has something that I think this generation will definitely cling to. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. The one positive I can pull out of this, at least people are watching horror, at least people are talking about horror. But we have to be honest here on our channel, right? I'm sure you can agree to disagree with us, which is which is fine. But we have to be honest. James Wan could do better. He could do better. He's an extremely talented director and filmmaker. And, you know, imagine if we cared about the main character. Imagine you have that amazing, tense, atmosphere, suspense building. Holy shit, what's going what's gonna to fucking happen? And we're now bombarded by the constant, loud, obnoxious soundtrack booming when nothing's fucking happening. Imagine if we're actually invested with what's going on this whole movie. And then that action sequence happens later. You goddamn guarantee it that we would be on here giving this movie 4.5 out of 5, 4 out of 5 stars. Guaranteed. Be like this. I would be like this. Holy shit. Yo, dude, you need to watch motherfucking Malignant, bro. You need to watch that shit right now. But. Again, we have to be honest here, right? Right. So I see uh, the success for Malignant continuing. I see it becoming a phenomenon because everybody's talking about it. And, uh, you know, props to everyone that enjoys the film. You know, props to whoever the filmmakers that made this. Obviously, it's a huge success. So congratulations to everyone. Uh, but... We were bored, 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 <laughs> we were bored, we were bored and annoyed and two action sequences just didn't save it for us, man. Again, laughing, <laughs> laughing at everything, not caring what's happening, you know, and loud noises should be, that shouldn't be enough for fans, for horror fans, jump scares and loud soundtracks shouldn't be enough and screaming female. All right, I think I think a lot of horror fans out there deserve better than that. I don't think they should just accept that 
as a great horror movie. Visually, again, I like the way Gabriel moves. I like his look. I like that he has his own iconic weapon. I did give some positives to the movie, so there you go. Uh, but we will not be buying this on Blu-ray. <laughs> and don't be giving it to us as a gag gift. All right? Oh, God. Don't be give, sending this to us as a gag gift, God damn it. Well, now you've just given them an <laughs> uh, Is Gabriel our Freddy Krueger? Uh-oh. Oh, hold on a second. He did mention you to me when we were watching the movie. I'm, oh, yeah. That's, I mentioned it when we were watching the movie. Uh, I was like, Eric's happy. I know. Ba- no, hey. Hey. Bandmate song I represent. We had fun with that. Uh, but yeah, so atmosphere and tension is, 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 is important. And here's the thing. I actually love mindless slasher movies. But there has to be entertainment in that mindless slasher flick. I wanna, if I'm going to watch a mindless slasher flick, flick, the kills better be good. The kills better be badass. There has to be something about it that entertains me. I'm not going to watch a mindless slasher flick that's boring. You see what I'm saying? With a loud, obnoxious soundtrack for no reason. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, hold on. There was a question. Is, is Gabriel the new Freddy Krueger? Uh, we'll see. Ho- you know, the, hopefully the sequel will be better. Right? Hopefully the sequel will be better. But we'll see. We will, we will see about that. I wouldn't say right now. For us, obviously, no. Uh, at least Freddy Krueger had a good movie behind him with the, <laughs> the first movie. <laughs> uh, but, you know, let's see what happens. So, All right, guys. Uh, I don't want to talk too longer. I think that was enough. Was there anything else on Kate or uh, Malignant? Are we missing? Mention? No. No, not really. I mean, no. Uh, Artisan? No, because I, I know people who are horror fans that really really like this movie so i mean maybe maybe a lot of it is people that don't like horror there are a lot of people who don't legitimately don't like horror movies out there i forget that like i forget and i i I, you know because i don't i don't have a lot of people that love movies in my inner circle i don't have a very big inner circle and sometimes when i talk to people it's like it's like Oh yeah, they don't like horror movies, you know, and it's yeah. like I forget the that horror genre is not for everybody. I forget that it's kind of it's 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 grown, <laughs> it's grown out, it's grown, you know, throughout the years, especially you know, from when I was a kid into now, you know, from the eighties onward, it's grown, but it's still kind of a closed knit niche. Yeah, and I I forget that there's just a lot of people out there that hate it and they just don't care for it. Um but I, I don't see people that don't like horror that would really like this because it's right. pretty gory. I mean, yeah, there's blood from mainstream uh-huh, horror. Like, flick, like yeah. I said, it's like it's it's pretty tame up until you hit that hour and thirty. I mean, there's some kills along the way. Yeah, but once you hit that hour and thirty mark, and Gabriel really, really comes out to play, it's a bloodbath. So I can't see anybody who does not like horror getting behind this movie. So no. I think this is the horror fans that legitimately love this. And that's great. Yeah. But we have to be honest on our channel. <laughs> no, I don't want to see a Kate prequel kaiju. No prequels. I hate prequels. No, no, no. I, no. It's, no. I think, uh, no. I think one, 
Kate's a one and done. It, it would mean more if she stays dead. I think that's, that makes the movie mean more. Uh, because if we get a prequel to Kate, we may accidentally get another Black Widow, which we don't need. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, I know we're doing superhero talk here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Timo from The Night Comes For Us, Takashi Miike, I think would have handled this material a lot better. Uh, but again, the positives... I know we ranted earlier because we have to be honest, but the positives, the Gabriel character himself, uh, visually, and what he was able to do physically was that was entertaining when it finally fucking happened. Uh, but again, another positive, like I mentioned earlier, people are talking about horror, so that's a good thing. Uh, but it's just not for us. <laughs> this is not for us, man. When we're annoyed instantly and la- when I'm laughing at the beginning. It's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. But I'm glad you guys enjoyed the movie. All right. Uh, Is that it? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and wrap it up for today. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us on this odd time of the day. (laughs) Hey, we're going to sneak it in anytime we can get her. It's hard to get her in here. So we'll sneak her in here to talk movies. And uh, we will have more badass fun uh, towards the end of, well, actually, tomorrow. Hang out with me and uh, Richard Norton, son. That's right. Martial artist stuntman uh, will be hanging out with us. Legend will be hanging out with us tomorrow. So join us tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Wednesday, we will have another guest of the of the martial arts and stunt uh, genre <laughs> industry. And Thursday, if we're talking horror, oh, we're, we're, we're starting horror versus early. That's right. I was going to wait till the month of October and every single week. We were going to have two horror movies go head-to-head for our Versus series here on the channel. But I said, fuck it. I'm already getting the itch. Uh, Malignant did not start that itch. (laughs) But uh, we're going to have a big one this Thursday. So I haven't announced it yet. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Thank all you badasses for hanging out with us and watching. Keep watching horror. That's right. Support the indie ones, too. It's very important. Indie horror is the lifeblood of the horror genre. All right, guys. Take care. See you badasses next time. Take care, guys. He ate all the babies. He had he made them and he ate them like they were bonbons. He ate the babies like they were pork rinds. <laughs>